Search, browse, buy. Black Press Media brings you today's drive. Find your new vehicle on our exclusive platform and get driving. At todaysdrive.com, you'll have access to inventory across B.C. where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. With new and used vehicles from the dealership around the corner and dealers across B.C., the best venue to find your next vehicle is todaysdrive.com. It's the Super Bowl show presented by Northwest Tank Lines to deliver and sponsored in part by the Pioneers Pub Richmond, OK Tire Langley and the Rivers Reach Liquor Store. Now from Radio Row at Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovich. Welcome to Episode 6 of the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show. Coming to you from Radio Road, the Los Angeles Convention Center. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic, here with you as we ramp up Super Bowl 56 between the Bengals and the Rams. Now, of course, when you talk Super Bowls, a lot of people are saying, well, Tom Brady. Well, guess what? You can also talk Joe Montana, four-time Super Bowl champion, three-time Super Bowl MVP, and a guest today on the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl show. He will be our very first guest, and it's going to be kind of tough to live up after Joe Montana, but we're, we're going to give it a, roll, a whirl here because coming up after him, we have actors Edward James Olmos and Emilio Rivera. They are promoting the fourth season of Mayans MC that premieres on April 19th on FX and Hulu, and, of course, uh, you might remember our good friend Emilio Rivera from Sons of Anarchy. So his character now is spun off into this series and had a lot of fun talking with those two gentlemen. Robert Gallery and Marcus Capone are going to stop by. Uh, Marcus Capone, former college football player and a Navy SEAL 6 member. And Robert Gallery, a former offensive lineman in the league with the Raiders for seven years. Uh, they're going to talk about some mental health issues and what they're doing to help veterans and athletes deal with some of those issues. And it was very, very educational talking to those two. Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network, of course, the host of the Red Zone on DirecTV. We will talk NFL with him. And how about Ron Jaworski? Yes, longtime ESPN analyst, former NFL quarterback with the Eagles and the Rams when they were here in L.A. So Jaws, Siciliano, Gallery Capone, almost Rivera, and Joe Montana next. How's that for a lineup? This is the Super Bowl Show presented by Northwest Tank Lines. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. The biggest game in football is this Sunday. And the two best places to catch the action are Pioneers Pub and Ladner Landing. The crew at Pioneers Pub in Richmond are ready to welcome you with the coldest, freshest, cheapest beer in town. Plus, food features and football pricing all day long. Meanwhile, at Ladner Landing, you'll be greeted by the best selection of cold craft beer and plenty of big game pricing and activities. Football Sunday. Catch the game at Pioneers Pub at number three in Williams in Richmond or the Landing Pub and Liquor Store in Ladner. Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines and sponsored in part by the Pioneers Pub Richmond, OK Tire Langley, and the Rivers Reach Liquor Store. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 56 in L.A., Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl Show coming to you from Radio Row at the Los Angeles Convention Center, Super Bowl 56. 
featuring the Rams and the Bengals. Our next guest, well, when you talk about the Super Bowl, this is a man, his name is synonymous with it. He won four of them, quarterbacking the San Francisco 49ers, three MVP awards, <laughs> Joe Montana taking time out to visit us. Joe, thanks so much. My pleasure. Good to see you, as always. Uh, as always, before we get into everything, I just got to ask you, how are you feeling? Because I know, like, you had last time a shoulder and then you had some other things yeah. going on. Are you 100% right now? Mm, not not quite. I just I had a new knee yeah. uh, a little while ago, and so uh, it's been giving me a little bit of trouble. I'm almost a year post on it now, so it's getting better and better. I'm, ge- I'm going to get mine done probably in November, oh. so you're going to have to give me some tips. Yeah, yeah. Rehab, rehab, rehab. Rehab, rehab, yeah, rehab. Unfortunately. You, uh, you're here representing Guinness today. I want to give them a good plug. Um, i got to tell you a funny Guinness story. So I was in London, and I think you were in New York because we texted right before Christmas. Yeah. And I said I was going to wave to you when I was going oh, to yeah. play. Remember <laughs> that? Um, so I go to London. I have a, a bunch of Guinness and really enjoyed it. Had a great time drinking it. And then I come back to Vancouver, and my daughter and her boyfriend actually came to Vancouver from London about yep. two, three weeks ago. And I figure, well, I'm going to buy some Guinness. I go to the, get the Guinness in the cans, right? And I'm yeah. drinking this stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what the hell's this thing rattling around in there? <laughs> and I'm like, is this some sort of foreign debris or something? Yeah. They actually put those little balls in there to yeah, keep to the Guinness. Guinness. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's, it's great. They've been, uh, it's been great with them. Um, it's been a few years with the partnership. And I fell in love in Ireland yeah. with Guinness. And, and, uh, and now they got this little promotion going on. It pretty, sounds pretty fun. You know, it, it's been a long time since everyone's been able to get together. And after this big game comes, what happens in March, mm-hmm. right? St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So what they are saying is they like people to get on their on the so, their social, and the, on there's a barcode for you to upload a thirty minute, a thirty second cheer as to why uh, getting together again to celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day again together means to them, and you'll get a chance to win one of twenty. $50,000 prizes that they're passing out. So That's not yeah, a bad. I know, not yeah, a bad. That, that's a lot of fun. Some, and, but the best around. part of those, you can drink some Guinness while yeah, you're Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except those things, man, you only have, like, those are like a meal sometime, yeah. right? Yeah, but you know what? It's, believe it or not, it's almost like a light beer. It's less than a normal beer. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I, I think it's, like I said, I, I fell in love in, in, in Ireland with it, and I finally, they get, they finally got to me. My own nitrogen tap. So mm-hmm. Nice. I can get, you got I can some get hookups. the good stuff, yeah. Joe Montana is our guest. You know, one thing I'm glad, last time I saw you at Radio, we saw each other on Radio, we were, we were wearing the same clothes, basically. <laughs> if you remember that day. Yep. This time we were a little different, so that's good. Hey, um, this game, uh, the quarterbacks, I mean, especially Joe Burrow's the story. I mean, as a guy who is such a, a proficient quarterback among the best, if not the best, arguably, you look at Burrow, what is it about him that excites you? I just think his demeanor, you know, whether you're winning, whether you're behind, doesn't doesn't really matter to him. And I always, I, like I was telling uh, my wife Jennifer at the game, watching the last game, and she's going, "How come he's not on that pad looking at something and studying?" I go, "Cause he's ready. He's prepared. He knows what's going to happen. He knows if if he gets the ball back, he." he has not he's not concerned about it. And his demeanor over there and relaxed. It, whether they're ahead or behind, it was the same. And uh, you go get your – come off the field, you get your talk with the coaches and get that all worked out, and then get, just get ready. One of the things we, we've heard with Burrow, everyone says he has ice in his veins, right? I mean, this guy just – he's so composed. And somebody asked a great question. So where do you think he gets that from? And I'm not going to ask about Joe Burrow, but I asked about you because you were known to have ice in your veins and just to be even keel. Where did that come from? For Joe Montana, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know how, where it c- comes from, but it was always one of those things that um, I was never afraid of the moment, and I always wanted, like playing as a kid, I always wanted to have the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't care about um, anything else, but it came down to it, and if it was close, I wanted, I wanted to be a part of it, and I, I was never afraid of that moment. And just being in it so many times um, when I was a kid growing up, just, I don't know, I just think you get used to, hey, it doesn't really matter. And, you know, we're not, you're never too far behind usually in yeah. most cases. And, and Burrow has those yeah. reference points, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and you know, he's not, he doesn't make that, we all make mistakes at the wrong time, but he, it's not one of those consistent things where, you know, or for a while, you know, Matt had those 
issues, you know, in Detroit and mm -hmm. then a little bit here in the beginning. But in most cases, uh, you know, he, he's been playing well now down the stretch, and, and uh, this is going to be a fun game, I think. What do you like about Matthew Stafford's game? Man, he can throw it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of <laughs> And, you know, it, it, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it, but he's one of those guys that you sit there and you, you watch him, and he, he makes big plays, and he is not afraid. He's not afraid either. He does make some of those mistakes, but I just think that um, – his ability and his mobility also, mm -hmm. I think, helps him a lot. And, you know, I just think that the red zone stuff that he does and um, watching him down the stretch, I say, is probably the best way. If you want to see what he's all about, just watch him the last couple of games. And, you know, he, he, he kind of calmed down on throwing the ball to the other side. And you got to take care of the ball, and he's been doing it. What do you think this game hinges on? Can can the Rams get to Burrow? And, you know, they got a pretty good defensive front, but they also like to run the ball. And, and the Rams have given up, what, 80? I can't remember what the number is, under 100 yards a game on mm -hmm. running. And, you know, if you look at the teams that have won the Super Bowl, the majority of them have a good running game. And so I think Cincinnati may be a little bit better than the Rams, but uh, in, the, in the long run, can you get to Joe Burrow, I think, is going to be the key. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about that and the fact that they're probably going to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Like, you know, just maybe even run at those de defensive linemen, get him going east-west. But there's a whole bunch of things. But, you know, a, a lot of people we talked to from Cincy, they all pretty much say the same thing. They need a turnover or two to win this football game. <clears throat> well, turnovers always help. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't think you can rely on a turnover. You know, yeah. I think that the way the rules are today, it's really um, the ball's, want, you know, wanting to be thrown a lot more. But still, you, I don't think you can. You hope your defense can come up with one like that for you. But, um, you know, you look at how Cincinnati got here was with a turnover yeah. at the end of the game. And, and that was a wild, something you don't see that guy normally do. And um, but yeah, turnovers will help, but uh, I wouldn't want to try to rely on them. That Brady guy finally retired. Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> about to get a wheelchair and move him out there, huh? <laughs> He's shocked at how long he lasted. And I shouldn't say shocked. I mean, everyone's shocked. But I mean, you made a great point uh, in one of our previous interviews, and you said, "Man, if I could play with the rules they had today, I would have lasted a lot longer too." I mean, quarterbacks yeah. right now, I mean, they're not to be touched. Yeah, I, I, physically, it was the reason I quit. Yeah. You know, I, I just had enough of it, and, and still to this day, I've still had 27 surgeries. So, um, yeah, the, it's it's a little bit easier. Now, let me qualify, quantify that by saying it's easier for people at that level. Yeah, you know, the game's still not easy. Yeah, but when you know you're not going to get hit, it, it it's a different becomes a different game. Yeah, and you know, 27 surgeries. We wish you nothing but the best in terms of your health. So, what's keeping Joe Montana occupied these days? Before we let you go. Uh, I started this little venture fund a number of years ago. Um, a little seed stage. We invest in startups, and nice. we just closed our third fund. So we're out and about and spending money now. And invest. We invest in seed stage companies. Nice across all sectors. So okay. Mojonsports.com, by the way. We just started yeah. the website yeah. two days ago. So That's, there you go. We'll be <laughs> there you go. Hit, hit me up. <laughs> well, Joe, we appreciate you taking time out Not to stop pleasure. by. Um, always a treat talking football with you, and we appreciate the time that you take out. We know this. It's crazy when you get here at Radio Row, and uh, always make time for us and enjoy that Monty. Yep, I will do that, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, always Joe. great to see you. Take care. Joe Montana, four-time Super Bowl champion, three-time Super Bowl MVP. Talk about champions when it comes to tires. Well, the Delaney's are my champions. They're everyone's champions. Why? Because they're the best in the business. It's not only about tires. If you're looking to meet your automotive needs, you're looking for great service, well, then I'm only sending people one place, and that's OK Tire and Langley. Of course, OK Tire and Langley, it's more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being traded right by my friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines.
Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Hey, it's the Moj, and if you're looking to stock up for the big game, well, we will tell you three great plays. If you're in New Westminster, check out the Rivers Reach Liquor Store on 6th Street. In Port Moody, visit the Newport Liquor Store, and in Coquitlam, stop by the Johnston Street Liquor Store. Three stores with a lot in common. A great selection of wine, beer, and spirits, great service, and great prices. So huddle up at the Rivers Reach, Johnston Street, and Newport Liquor Stores to score big. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines and sponsored in part by The Landing Pub and Grill in Ladner, OK Tire Langley, and the Rivers Reach Liquor Store. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 56 in L.A., Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show, coming to you from Radio Row at the Los Angeles Convention Center. It's the Rams and the Bengals. Sunday in Super Bowl 56, we continue to ramp up our coverage and it's a thrill absolute thrill to have this man join us the one and only ron jaworski is here today pro- promoting Mueller sports medicine's handy gym more information at MuellerSportsMed.com. you said it's not the super bowl unless you see your guys from vancouver you're darn right man great to be with you guys you look very colorful today bob i don't know what's going on well, Josh, I mean, you got the yeah. nice purple look there you're looking sharp yourself yeah i, I just did a, I, did, I, did, I just did a show back to baltimore so i had the purple sweat uh, sweater on okay yeah, so in other words it, we should get you I some should, bc lions <laughs> orange or something you gotta change, right? change my outfit right but you know it's not the super bowl Unless we see Jaws guys, as well. It's great to see you guys. Get it. It, 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 it's always that way. You know, yeah. I bounce around and say, where are the guys? Where are the guys? We try to hook up during the regular season. It's mm-hmm. always hard. But I know I'm always going to join you at, at the uh, Super Bowl and the Super Bowl Cigar Party. We always have a good cigar together. And, well, we'll talk about that in a sec. And good things. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec. But tell us a little bit about Mueller Sports Medicine's Handy Gym. Smallest gym in the world right here. Two mm-hmm. pounds, uh, 220 pounds of resistance. You throw this in your suitcase, get back to your hotel room, get a little workout in, help the golf swing, help the quarterback throw, whatever you may need to improve upon, the Mueller Handy Gym will help. You've been using that, I can tell. You look more toned than last yeah, year. I don't know about that. Huh? Either that or is lugging around that Eagles Super Bowl championship ring on the one hand. you got to wear the bling. We know that. you gotta, you, you got to have the bling. People like to look at the bling. Gets their attention. Hey, that's um, why we play the game. <laughs> okay, okay, Herm Edwards. Hey, by the way, how surprised with you, Herm going back into coaching in Arizona State a couple years now? But not, not surprised yeah. at all. I mean, yeah, you know, Herm and I played together for mm-hmm. nine years. We worked together at ESPN for a number of years. Um, he he loves football. He's got to be involved, yeah. and he's a teacher. You know, people, people, people say, "Oh, well, he's a pro coach. He's not going to go back and deal with these kids." Because all they do is win. Yeah. They're, they're winning out there. He's done a great job recruiting. The program has just hired Brian Billick. Yeah, I was just about to say, now he's got Billick. Yeah, so, I mean, he's getting he's getting good, solid coaches. These kids are learning, you know, if they want to go to the next level of the NFL, they're getting from NFL pro-style coaches and, and character coaches. And that's what Herm is. You know, if your kid goes to Arizona State and he is coached by Herm Edwards, he's going to be an outstanding citizen. Yes. He's a good person. Uh, your kid's going to be treated like – I know how Herm treats everybody. You're like they're his own kids or his own friends. And when you think of the recruiting he's been doing, they're building that program right there. Unfortunately, I think college football is, is a mess right now. That's just, you know, my own personal feeling. Just because of the whole nil thing. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, kids are leaving. It's, it's, everyone's a free agent every yeah. year. How do you build a program? I mean – you know, I don't want to say like in the old days, your freshman, your sophomore, your junior year, get progressively got better. Now, I don't know how many guys even get to their junior year. They're out, you know. Or if they're not happy with the coach, oh, the coach isn't playing me. They're bailing, you know. I mean, I, I, and you know what's going to be? It's going to be Alabama, Georgia. Yeah. You know, it's going to be four teams, Ohio State. It's like that. And it, no one's going to have a chance to be the best in college football. Yeah, and it's sad because, you know, uh, there's so many great college fans out there that yeah. deserve better, that deserve for their school to have an opportunity to go out there and win. Hey, speaking of winning, the Super Bowl, I mean, you got your Eagles bling on there. You know what this thing's all about. Damn sure right. What, what are some <laughs> of the big things for you heading into this game? I think one thing is going to be really define the game for me, for me. And we don't know what that's going to be until they play the game, obviously. Turnovers. If you, if, mm. you know, we, we, you know, I'm inundated like we all are with 
next gen stats, PFF. We got more stats than and you can wave a stick at. You know, coverages, team plays, blitzes, who blitzes, blah blah. We, we got it all. We got it all. I could bore people to death by going through the numbers. There's only one number, in my opinion, that is counted to the history of football, and that's turnovers. Yeah. Plus one or better, you win 80% of the time. It correlates almost every single year. In other words, minus one or better, you give the ball away, you're going to lose 80% of the time. You must take care of the football. It holds true. Look at the losses of, you know, Patrick Mahomes last week, a terrible yep. second half. You look at uh, Tannehill down in the, a better team, you know, losing at home to Cincinnati. You turn the ball over. You turn the ball over. I don't care how good or how bad you are, you're going to lose football games. So my advice to Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford, you know, I love the gunslinger mentality, but be careful. The big thing that we keep hearing is if the Bengals are going to win this game, they're going to need a turnover or two. Stafford was like a Pez dispenser in the last three or four <laughs> games sir. of the year, right? And, yeah. and he got away with it for the most part, and he got away with it in San Francisco. Tart, that's a, that's an interception. Yeah. you got to take advantage of those opportunities because if Tart makes that pick, they get the ball, maybe say midfield. It's 17-7 at that point. It's, it's, it's a, Yeah, over, it's, yeah. it's a three-point game, I believe. Was maybe it? it goes up to 10. Maybe it goes up to 6, whatever. Yeah. But the other thing, too, you played the position. You just threw a pick. Now what's going through your head as a quarterback? Thank you, Lord, because that should have been picked off. I made a bad decision. I made a bad throw. It looked like and that play. Matthew lost the ball. The ball just slipped out of his hand. It was, it was a jump ball, fair catch. Tart drops the football, they lose the game. That's one that should have been picked off. But they don't show almost interceptions on the stats. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, he, it's not an error. It's, it's not a drop on a DB. Yeah, <laughs> drop on the head. Yeah, DB dropped interception. Maybe a knockdown in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, the team you're close to, the Eagles. Uh, my car guy, Scotty Jones, West Coast Auto Group. Nice little shameless plug. Good. Huge Eagles fan. I mean, he was like over the moon when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, how close are the Eagles to getting back to being a power in the NFL again? Uh, they're getting closer. They got to solve the quarterback challenge. I don't. I, I'm not gonna say I don't think, but Jalen Hurts' performance in the playoff game really alarmed me. He had he had a very poor game, and when we know that if you're gonna become a, a great team, you got to have a great quarterback. And he had, he showed progression most of the season. Had a couple bumps in the road, but the performance against Tampa Bay was not very good. That concerns me. However, that being said. The Eagles have four picks in the top 40. Three first-rounders, number 40 in the second round. You're, you should get four, four Pro Bowl players with those four picks. Now, they got a draft right, but you should get a Pro Bowl player that early. The one thing that concerns me about the Eagles, particularly on that run they went towards the tail end of the year where they went seven games or whatever or whatever it was, 10 or 11, they didn't beat a playoff team, I don't think, Jaws. I mean, it, it, was it a little bit of smoke Yeah, they, and they ended up beating one playoff team all okay. season long. Yeah. Or, 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 excuse me, a winning team, and that was – uh, New Orleans, mm-hmm. but the AFC, the NFC, the NFC East is abysmal right now. It's awful. You look at Washington, you look at New York. They're constantly Dallas. Everyone, you know, going to the Super Bowl just get hammered by San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So that division, the team that comes out of divisions, normally got an easy way into the playoffs, and you're going to get bounced in, in the wild card game, like the, like Dallas did. It's mm-hmm. just not a good division right now. Yeah, and you look at the the Eagles, uh, the opportunity is there. As you mentioned, they got some draft picks. We'll see what happens with the Eagles. Hey, before we uh, we let you go, and you know you got to run pretty soon here, the cigar party tonight that you host along with Mike Dicka. Yep. And i got to give you props um, because I get the emails from Trish Yarkoff all yep. the time. <laughs> Good. Your golf tournament. She's doing her job. One of these years, <laughs> who knows, maybe I'll venture yeah, out yeah. to Philly and Jersey. But um, how important is it for you to, to give back? Because clearly you still do. Yeah, I, I enjoy giving back, and I, I learned in my formative years in the NFL when I played even with the L.A. Rams in mm-hmm. those years in, in Philadelphia, you know, we're very lucky, and, and we can make a difference. And, you know, I've been running my golf tournament now for 38 years. We, we've raised over $6 million for at-risk youth. Coach Ditka and I have been together 13 years running our cigars with the Stars, which is going to be tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've raised over a million dollars for former players. Not everyone's making the in our era yeah. or before our era was making the kind of money guys make now and some guys aren't doing all that well so coaches foundation gridiron greats does a great job of helping former players that have fallen on some hard times so and, we enjoy doing it yeah and you know one of the things too it's a lot of hard work people always think that well you just get everybody else to do it you know it's <laughs> your name here's <laughs> the thing it's your name on it and just from my perspective doing a golf tournament at a much lower level it's your name on it, and you want to make sure that everything goes smoothly. And you know what it's like. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. 90% of the work is done in 10% of the time. That last 10%, which all the details, oh, takes yeah. up 90% oh, of yeah. your time. We're going to have 900 to 1,000 people tonight for four hours, right? Yeah. For four hours. Yeah. And we've had a staff that's worked on it all year long. So there you go. It just takes time. But 
we just have a good time. We get a lot of players show up. We get great support in the community, and we're going to do it again and again and again as long as Good Lord lets us do it. And the other thing, too, that I was going to mention, and you probably know this as well, doing all the work that you do for foundations and charities, a lot of times you're like, oh, man, you get that one person that comes up to you and says, hey, really appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. You made an impact with me or helped me out or helped someone in my family. Makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, I appreciate that, Bob. Thank no you. worries, Josh. Hey, before we let you go, give us a prediction on the game. 31-30, Cincinnati Bengals. High-scoring game. You know what I got? Yeah. 34-31, Cincinnati. Ooh. We're, but wait. I got McPherson on the smart, last. A smart guys think alike. Oh, it's because we dress alike. That's <laughs> why. Alike. And we lift together <laughs> with the Mueller Handy Gym. That's right. right. The Mueller <laughs> Handy Gym. Yeah. Check it all out yeah. online. This is the Super Bowl Show presented by Northwest Tank Lines. Our next guest is a man that you see all the time on the NFL Network. You see him in Red Zone as well, all that stuff. Andrew Siciliano. Uh, you can check him out at Andrew Siciliano on Twitter. Andrew, nice having you aboard again. Gentlemen, good to see you. Did NFL Network hand you that? Like, do they give you a piece of paper oh, and yeah. say, oh, okay. Email. That's great. Right. We just Andrew kinda... Howard's amazing. Andrew Howard yeah. is a guy. guy. Andrew yeah. Howard's got a little bit of a, I shouldn't say a holiday this week, but usually oh. he's wheeling everybody in here. But, of course, because of COVID, the NFL Network restricting access to their personalities I, for the most also part. Also because uh, we are spread out yeah. as well. I mean, we have the stadium, our network is at the stadium, so we have a lot of the shows from yep. there, and you know, we're all over the place. And you are here, repping. One day and one day only. Uh, we're lucky, we're <laughs> lucky to catch you. You seem so excited. No, no. I, <laughs> and I, that's the interview no, with no, Andrew. No, no, we're no, down no, 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 no. That was not about you. Actually, I love being down here because you have all the good guests down here, so it, I'll take it any day. Do you know the other thing, too, for us? I think a lot of people, I was talking to some of the hosts from people that we've seen over our two decades at this thing called Radio Road. It's like a convention for us. Right? And you're in a convention center. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, you see people that, you know, you talk to during the course of the year. Hey, look at Sean Merriman. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, you know, the one thing, every time I watch these two teams play, the Bengals and the Rams, um, especially the Bengals, I mean, Joe Burrow, like he's just, he's such a great story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want to know one thing. What were they thinking at Ohio State by not playing this guy? Like, I mean, it's, it's like... It's mind-boggling that he was at Ohio State and he wasn't utilized. Beaten out by Dwayne Haskins, another great Urban Meyer decision. Um, Dwayne Haskins, though, still threw 50 touchdowns, Mm -hmm. and that's what people need to remember. When they told Joe Burrow, the other guy's getting the job, that guy threw 50 5-0 touchdowns that year. Um, Not everyone is the right fit in every room. You know, and so much of drafting a quarterback is where they land – as much as how much talent they have. I remember having a conversation, name dropper, with Donovan McNabb years ago. And Donovan and I were at Syracuse at the same time, and I'm a Cleveland Browns fan as a kid. Mm-hmm. And remember the Browns picked one overall that year, and they took Tim Couch. Donovan ended up with the Eagles. Donovan had a great career. But I said to him, what would have happened if you had gone there with an expansion offensive line, with the fact you know they threw that team together as quickly as they could, um, what would have happened to you? So would you have had the same career if you didn't have Andy Reid and, and that system and that support? No, I wouldn't have the same career. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. So, so much of it is just fit. Joe Burrow and LSU, the right fit. You a hockey fan? No. Okay. Sorry. Don't. Old days, there was a, a sniper by the name of Mike Bossy play for the oh, Islanders. I, I know of Mike Bossy, yeah. certainly. Yes. You know, eight 50-goal seasons in a row before a back injury curtailed his career. There was a guy that I know that was in the same draft, and he got drafted. He was looked at by the Islanders. Mm-hmm. He thought he might have gone to the Islanders. Instead, he was drafted with another organization and basically was a journeyman at the NHL level who never really got that opportunity, that nurturing. And he always, you know, we were talking about. He goes, I wonder what would happen if I got that opportunity to go to the Islanders with that leadership, that team, that coaching. Where would his career have gone? And, and I think you just kind of nailed the same story with McNabb. Where is Patrick Mahomes is still a generational talent, but is is he taking a team to three consecutive Super Bowls if he doesn't land in Kansas City with Andy Reid and that much talent around him? Mm-hmm. Like, could he have taken a one-win team? And take it to the Super Bowl the next year. I don't know. And it's we used to have a, a segment on NFL Network called uh, the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. What what if? As I pop my piece here, um, what if? I don't know. 
What if the Rams, by the way, the Rams would have taken, if they got the number one overall pick in 2012, they had Sam Bradford, they would have taken Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. It came down to a missed extra point in Cleveland in December. Yeah. Or they would have taken Andrew Luck. He went to the Colts instead. The rest is history. And who knows how it would have turned out for the Rams had Andrew Luck played it. Who knows? Maybe Andrew Luck's still playing. We don't maybe, know. maybe they're still in St. Louis. I mean, all yeah. the ifs. Sure. And that's yeah, what, what, if, what if it was a fumble, and it was, when Charles Woodson hit Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. Don't get me going. I'm a Raider fan, so yeah, I, I was in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm a Browns fan. What if Rich Carlos, if they got it right, Rich Carlos missed I will go to my grave telling you that in overtime, the drive, the 86 AFC Championship game, he missed the kick that won the game. Go watch the tape and tell me if that's a, a if that field goal is good. Hey, I will top you on that he being a Browns it. fan. How about this? What if Mike Davis doesn't intercept Brian Sipe in the end there you zone go. and on the red, Raiders right and the Reds, Correct. pardon me, the Raiders become the first wild card team to win a Super Bowl that mm-hmm. year. So the Browns would have beaten the Eagles. Yeah. Sipe was MVP in 80. Mm-hmm. Great points. So when you look at this game, where does it lie for you in terms of who wins it and why? Um, so full disclosure, I've worked for the Rams for a decade um, doing their preseason games. Uh, they are like family to me. I am biased. They are the better team. Now, does that mean they're going to win? I don't know. I think Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Leonard Floyd, um, I think those guys make life miserable for the Bengals' offensive line. But Joe Burrow's had that happen week in, week out, and they're still here. So who am I to doubt him that he could do it again? The big thing that you always hear is that somehow, some way, they have to negate that pass rush. Sure, and they're they not to, going to. And, and well, I mean, maybe you get the ball out of his hands quickly. Maybe you run. Maybe you go east-west a little bit, trying to slow those guys down. You're going to have to do something to take that bite out. And hopefully you're in manageable downs and distances as well if you sure. get into second and threes and but, I mean, if you start getting into third and 11s, it's, it could be a long day. Zach Taylor does have an edge. Zach Taylor has been in the building, obviously. Zach Taylor was on the staff three years ago in Atlanta. So he has an idea. Everyone's got a plan, though, until Aaron Donald gets in your backfield. Very well said. McVay. Mm-hmm. You talked about the fact that you worked the Rams games in the preseason. You're based here in L.A. We've had the opportunity to chat with him, interview him a couple times. I'm always blown away by this guy and just how bright he is, how articulate he is. It's almost like, I remember when he first got hired and he was doing the rounds at Radio Row that year. And I'm like, they hired what? Who? Mm-hmm. Right? And then you meet him and you talk to him. You get it. And, yeah, you get mm-hmm. it. You're like, yeah, I, I like this guy. I love this guy. I want to play for him. I'll tell you a, a quick anecdote. That it's been told. It's not top secret. But they, they brought him in. They brought Sean in for uh, his second interview, I think. And uh, very fortunate over the years to work a lot with Marshall Falk, Hall of Famer. I'll tell you right now, Marshall's the smartest football mind in any room he walks into. I, like Marshall, we used to say at NFL Network, can watch a play once and not only tell you what all 22 did, Watching it once, mm-hmm. he'll tell you what all twenty-two did wrong. Or uh, he 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 has a photographic football mind. McVeigh's the same way. Yes, and they brought Marshall to dinner. You know, Rams, Brass, and Stan Kroenke, and they brought Marshall as kind of like the. What do you think? And Marshall will tell you that after a couple of minutes, he's like, "Yeah, he's the guy." It's a he's great the guy. story. It's an awesome story. And he was. Yeah. And, like, you know, you see what he's done with that team um, back at the Super Bowl, and hopefully for all those Rams fans this year, they wind up winning it. Hey, um, before we let you go, and, of course, uh, we're speaking with Andrew Siciliano of the NFL Network. Does a great job. And, of course, the NFL Network all over the Super Bowl this week from Los Angeles. i got to tell you, man, <laughs> I watch you in the red zone, and being a guy who's in this business, I don't know how the hell you do it because if I have a producer talking to me while I'm trying to, like, you know, do an interview, I feel like throwing a coffee cup at him. Oh, I've thrown things. (laughs) (laughs) But for you to go to this game, that game, just bouncing all over the map, man, it's it's an amazing production. I don't think people don't realize. I think people don't realize just how difficult what you do is. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I truly do. We do have an amazing crew, and and I I'm gonna thank everyone who worked on the movie on stage right now because without them and we have we just finished our 17th season Mm -hmm. i would say 
there are five, six, seven people, key people that have been there from year one, or at least the last 15 years. And without all those people, I can't watch 10 games in once and, and yeah. process it. We have an unbelievable crew that are juggling grenades. Mm-hmm. And um, the, I, they, they make the magic happen. Andrew, great stuff. We appreciate you stopping by. Continued success with the NFL Network. We know you guys will be all over it this week with your Super Bowl coverage and uh, continued success with the Red Zone. And, of course, follow Andrew on Twitter at Andrew Siciliano. And one of these days I will get back to Canada because I miss it. Hey, Vancouver, you got an open invite. My favorite town. Andrew Siciliano of the NFL Network. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. I've got to tell you about my good friends at Northwest Tank Lines. Well, actually, I'd like to tell you about my good friends at Northwest Tank Lines. But Tommy Blaney and company, they're doing really well. You know, give a little love to some, some people, some organizations that need some pub. And Tommy said, give that love to big brothers of Greater Vancouver. And when you do the research on big brothers of Greater Vancouver, and any big brothers organization for that fact, it's pretty easy to figure out that it's a win-win situation for everyone. Kids that are mentored by big brothers start doing better in school. They do better socially. They just do better overall. And those that are mentoring the kids, the mentees, I mean, for them, it's a win situation. You're going out there and making an impact and feeling good about what you're doing with these kids. For more information, visit www.bigbrothersvancouver.com. The biggest game in football is this Sunday. And the two best places to catch the action are Pioneers Pub and Ladner Landing. The crew at Pioneers Pub in Richmond are ready to welcome you with the coldest, freshest, cheapest beer in town. Plus, food features and football pricing all day long. Meanwhile, at Ladner Landing, you'll be greeted by the best selection of cold craft beer and plenty of big game pricing and activities. Football Sunday. Catch the game at Pioneers Pub at 9. Number three in Williams in Richmond or the Landing Pub and Liquor Store in Latner. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit NorthwestTankLines.com. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines, and sponsored in part by the Pioneers Pub Richmond, OK Tire Langley, and the Rivers Reach Liquor Store. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 56 in L.A., Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl Show, coming to you from Radio Row in Los Angeles, California, Super Bowl 56, of course, is featuring the Rams and the Bengals. We continue our coverage today with Robert Gallery, second overall pick in the 2004 draft out of Iowa. Of course, he was with my beloved Raiders, played eight years in the NFL as one of our guests, as well as Marcus Capone, a former college QB at Southern Illinois University. He went on to become a member of SEAL Team 6 with multiple tours in both Iraq and Afghanistan. In other words, he's a badass. So that's uh, the best way to describe him. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank well, you. Yes, appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having us. Robert, uh, tell us what you guys got going on here. You know, I'm, I'm here with Marcus. Um, we have uh, made a, a huge friendship, and uh, it's dealing with, you know, helping people. And Marcus can go into, uh, you know, I'll let him speak first about the uh, the organization him and his wife started, but uh, in in my post playing days, I you know was having issues with um, you know some brain stuff, and uh, I dove deep into uh, getting healthy. Uh, so many brain doctors uh, took did many treatments, many supplements, uh, all those things, and it, it wasn't helping. You know, it was the the, the things that the guys deal with uh, when they leave the game or you know whether that game is football or or the military the depression anxiety suicide all these things that are caused by the traumas we had uh, in what we did and uh, after a couple years of of searching and doing things uh, you know I heard Marcus 
uh, on a podcast on Marcus Luttrell's uh, Team Never Quit podcast uh, talking about uh, the journey he took, uh, what someone took um, him on uh, through psychedelic-assisted therapy and how it changed his life. And listening to his story on this podcast as I was driving up the mountains, uh, I thought it was me. I was, I was listening to his story of all the things he went through and was dealing with. And, and I went home and, and found his website, uh, emailed uh, someone on his website, and the next day Marcus called me. And uh, a few weeks later, I was uh, down doing the, the therapy, and it, uh, it completely changed my life. It, uh, you know, what it did for my brain and uh, everything I had going on, it was a, a life-changing uh, experience for me and as it was and has been for you know 400 plus guys that uh, Marcus and his foundation has funded to do this this therapy so we're here to you know I want to bring the band between you know our veterans and the NFL um, our guys because is you know there's uh, some of our guys in the in the media uh, you know for the wrong reason whether it's yeah. suicide uh, or other issues they're having and it's this all stems from what we did to our bodies. It's no, no fault to anyone. I don't fault uh, anyone. I would do my career over every step of the way the way it was. Um, you know, it's just something now that we have to take care of. It's not, um, it's like I said, I don't, I don't blame anyone. I, I loved everything I did with football. I'd do it again. I'd do it longer. I'd do it harder. Uh, but now it's about a quality of life and being there for my family and my kids. And uh, so I'm uh, you know, proud to be to be working with Marcus and his foundation to help spread the word, not only for our veterans, uh, but for you know athletes uh, also. Did you have a rock bottom moment? Uh, I did. You know, there was uh, it was in, in you know people, you know we hit it. I hit it for so long. Um, there was uh, many rock bottom moments, um, but you don't. You you know we're big tough guys. We don't talk about everybody thinks your your life is just awesome. I you know made a bunch of money played in the nfl like there's nothing wrong but um you know and the thing i did have was a great wife a great family a great support system um you know and it was still hard and there was a moment um you know and i can admit it now and i would never would before that in my driveway uh working out my wife and i would work out at a gym at home you know you know crying uh, telling her i need help because uh, of what i was doing to myself with with alcohol and in the thoughts that the nightmares, the suicidal nightmares, the ideation, all these things going on in my head that I could not control. And I was working with brain specialists to try and control. Uh, there was that moment where I told her I need help. Um, and if, uh, you know, I was afraid if I don't do something, you know, things were yeah. going to end in a bad way, as, as they have for a lot of people we know. So We had Ray Lucas on at Radio Row. might have played against some quarterback with the Jets, and he talked about driving in New York, and he was on... I can't remember the name of the road because it's one of the highways there, whatever it was. And so he's ready to make a left turn and basically just drive off the road. Like, yeah. I mean, that's how, you know, his rock, bo rock bottom moment was. Uh, we're hearing from Robert Gallery. Marcus Capone is also with us, a former college QB at Southern Illinois, went on to become a member of SEAL Team 6. And, you know, a lot of times when we talk about athletes and what they go through, Marcus, I mean, the same holds through, especially with what you did, SEAL Team 6. And, by the way, thank you for your service. Thank you. Um, but the, the stuff that you put your body through, and not only that, but what you see and what you've done. Yeah, I mean, what, what Robert just said and what you just tell me about, you know, Lucas, is it's exactly what our, our guys are experiencing, the exact same thing. You know, it's sad, but sometimes we think uh, we're, we're better off uh, – you know, not here in that, you know, the families can move on and don't have to worry about us. Yeah. And it's just not, it's not the right way. But, you know, we, uh, just like NFL players, we, we've crushed our bodies in the military um, and especially in special operations. Um, you know, I don't ever want to take anything away from, from conventional military, but, uh, you know, we, we train a lot more. Um, we deploy a lot more. Um, we're always outside the wire, you know, they, they're not paying us to sit inside the wire and, 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 and plan forever. And so, um, and we do a lot of high risk evolutions. We do a lot of you know, skydiving and a lot of live fire shooting and a ton of explosives. And I was a, you know, I was a lead breacher and, and explosives expert. And so, um, you know, these things take a toll on your body and, you know, just eat a hell week alone, you get four hours of sleep. Um, you know, you're, you know, some people have uh, physical issues, you know, physical problems for life just going through one week of, of hell week during during training. And so, you know, we're constantly beating our bodies up, but, you know, we're also constantly taking care of them. That's why, you know, cold tubs and hot tubs and, you know, I, 
I wish I had a dollar for every uh, 800 milligram ibuprofen that uh, probably Robert the same thing, you know, took just to keep us going. Um, but you just we just we break down after a while. Yeah. You know, we really do. And, and you know the thing is too is like when you talk about the mental aspect of it, guys, and this is the difficult part for athletes. Well, a couple of things I guess I'll throw in the mix. Number one. When you're playing with the Raiders, Robert, and you have an injury or whatever the case may be, boom, you got somebody right there helping you out. When you're in the military, something, you know, there's somebody right there helping you out. When you get out of that that profession, whether it be pro football or the military, who's helping you now, right? I mean, who are those people that are going to help you out? And the other thing, too, is that, you know, when we deal with physical injuries, hey, you know what? Um, I sprained my MCL. I know I'll be good in four to five weeks. I pulled a calf. And you know how to deal with it. When it comes to mental health issues, it's it's uncharted waters. Bob, we forgot we forgot to take care of our brains. I think for a yeah. while we're so good at. Look, I mean, look at it. Like, we're so good at putting you know protein and creatine in our bodies and taking hormones if we need it and, and working out. Um, but we don't we don't train the brain, you know. And I think that's why the brain dies off you know, a little bit quicker than everything else. Um, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to put stuff in our body now that, and we're trying to take care of our brains. And I think we need to. And you know, Rob and I are here. Um, we're, you know, quote, unquote, two big, tough guys, uh, and we're being vulnerable. We're telling the world, like, hey, uh, you, you called it rock bottom, um, which I've heard, of course, I, I feel that that's a, that's a term. Um, you know, we hit rock, rock bottom, too, and um, how do we prevent that? And, you know, our foundation set up to, to help those individuals, at least on the veteran side, uh, to, to try to, you know, give, give guys and, and girls their, their lives back. And, 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 and you know, again, uh, there's such a cross-section between high-performing veterans and high-performing, or excuse me, high-performing military and high-performing athletes. Uh, you know, that's how Robert and I got together. And there's a common bond and there's a common goal. And we have common injuries, you know, that we need to, to fix. You are, we're talking about your drug and Correct me if I get them wrong. Psilocybin, is that a yeah, yeah, you know, psychedelic I, mental health treatment. The, the reason I want to bring it up is not available in the states. You guys are trying to push through, but it is available in Canada, where we're from. Yeah, you, I think you guys just actually passed a bill in Canada yeah. that's going to allow access to either end of life or I think right to try. Meaning, if you try everything else, similar to what we went on, we tried everything else and it didn't work. So okay, now you're allowed to go down this route. And yeah, that's you know, our organization vets after you know my my treatment was so successful my wife and i just we we needed to help so marcus capone and robert gallery have been our guests as we mentioned uh eight years in the nfl with the raiders my team mr gallery and of course marcus capone a member a former member of seal team six and a former quarterback at southern illinois university so the guy knows a thing or two about football robert he doesn't have all the goods on you but he was a quarterback so i don't, I, I don't hold that against him yeah but I, I played it like a linebacker and a tight end that's probably why i i finished my career as a <laughs> senior the guys like navy seal six probably put, put both of us in a pretzel or something so hey I'm, before we let you guys go predictions on the game robert who do you like and why you know, I, I I don't know if if they'll pull it off or not. You know, I'd like to I'd like to see the Bengals. Uh, that organization hasn't uh, been in this game for a long, long time. But uh, you know, the Rams are pretty high powered. Um, but you know, for me, I don't I don't like making predictions. I hope it's a good game. Um, and. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. See, he's still talking like he's playing in the league, Marcus. He hasn't lost. Like, he hasn't lost. He's gained a step. Obviously, yeah. look at him. I tell him he looks svelte now. Like he's like he's still got that media bit down pat. Who do you like and why? I like the Rams. I like Stafford. He's you know he spent a long time in Detroit getting his getting his head beat in. Uh, I think he deserves a win. And uh, I think the Rams' uh, defensive line is going to beat up on, on Cincinnati. So, And I, I Burrow's he's pissing vinegar, and, and he's going to be awesome and dynamic. But I, I think the Rams are going to win. Guys, great stuff. If we helped one person out there today, that interview or this interview was worth it. So, again, thank you to Marcus Capone, former member of SEAL Team 6, and Robert Gallery, former member of the Raiders. For more information on Marcus Capone and his cause, please visit VetSolutions.com. This is the Super Bowl Show presented by Northwest Tank Lines. We here at Radio Row have been busy this week talking, well, to athletes, celebrities, VIPs, you name it, comedians. And right now, a man who, well, his name is synonymous with uh, acting. Edward James Olmos is our guest along with Emilio Rivera. They are here to promote the fourth season of Mayans MC, which will premiere Tuesday, April 19th on FX and stream on Hulu. Gentlemen, welcome. 
Thank you for having us, brother. Now look, you guys all decked up in Rams gear. Who are you guys rooting for, by the way? I'm a Bengals fan <laughs> all the way, man. I made him wear the jersey, bro. I mean, they made me wear the jersey. No, are you kidding, man? I am L.A. L.A. all the way. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the truck. You said that you lived in Vancouver. You gotta I have love a Vancouver. Vancouver is my place. Why do you think I'm doing Mo Jones Sports? Dot comish, man. Yeah, this yeah. is it, man. This is the podcast, the podcast from Vancouver. So you did you live in Vancouver? You just kidding? I lived there, man. Well, when did you there. live there? From 2003 to 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. It's a long time. Where boats in Vancouver you live? Ooh. Uh, Properties. Uh, Keystone, you know, and uh, I mean, uh, uh, no, right there on the beach. Oh God. I know what you're talking about. Down like. Yeah, right, right on the beach, right on the what, coast, yeah. Dog Park. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're in Vancouver right then. I am. I loved it there. Canucks. I loved it there. Hockey, I, I tried to hockey, no? Yeah, I loved it. I tried like crazy to buy property there. Good I'd luck. Say, I want to buy a house, man. I want to buy a house. I could have bought a house, as a, you know. And my and my 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 accountant says, "Hey, man, don't be stupid." <laughs> I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "No, man. You buy a house up there." They're going to tax you as a resident up there. Then they're going to, you're going to come down here, and you won't be able to take that tax off because you're going to be taxed for everything that you made over there, over here, and you're going to be screwed. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, man, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, why? He goes, because you have property over there, and you became you know, a citizen, I mean, a, 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 a landowner yeah. over there, a resident. And I said, oh, man, so I wasn't able to do that, but I really, hey, man. If uh, and if the if is getting a lot, that little word is becoming real big uh, in this next uh, few months. You know, down here the the uh, situation here politically has become very divisive, mm-hmm. and it's become very difficult. And I think it uh, people have to realize that there might be a lot of us going up to Vancouver for a while. Well, we thought about Canada. that when you know certain people got elected. There was a bit of a an yeah. influx. So yeah. Um, you know, before we get on and talk about Mayans MC, I've uh, got to ask you, Vancouver, favorite things, favorite restaurants, what do you love doing up there? Do you have any haunts? Oh, you know, I, I just like the people. Yeah. I like the, I like the indigenous feel. I love the fact that, they, you know, you have your own sense of, of uh, situations that are happening there, too. In 2003, when I went up there, I found it to be quite interesting because it was a lot of different changes uh, uh, culturally. And, uh, of course, the, the voice of the, uh, the uh, First Nation was being heard louder and clearer, and it still continues to move that way, and I, I'm very grateful for that. And uh, for my hunts, I, I became a vegan uh, when I was up there. Oh, wow. There's a lot I of places. A lot of good places. Yeah. They started off over there really well. So as far as I'm concerned, they got great food and uh, wonderful people. And, of course, we have Emilio Rivera, a.k.a. Marcus Alvarez, yes, stopping by. Like, seriously, so you're the big-time Rams fan. I'm looking at all this. I'm going, I'm surprised because I figured you might have been, like, in that Raider era, well, when, right? when they were here. See, yeah. I'm an L.A. guy. Mm-hmm. You dig? So I'm an L.A. You could be the L.A. pinkies. I'm wearing a pink shirt today. You dig what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They left me. I had I went to Frisco. Uh-huh. And then when Rams came back, I came back with the Rams. Now, you got to understand, they say you jumped in the bandwagon. No. When the Rams came back, they sucked, bro. Because they tried to do a reality show at the same time, which you cannot do that. You can't mm-hmm. do a TV show and be a team. And as you could tell in the first season, it was really bad. But I was waiting for somebody to come back. It could have been. It could have been. Well, there's a couple of teams I don't want to say. I wouldn't want to claim, but I would have because it was L.A. You dig what I'm saying, you know? But I was I was L.A. Rams when I was when they were back in the 70s and 80s. And then they, they left. I stood with the Raiders for one year. Then I went to Frisco. Now I'm back with the Rams. You know? Marcus Alvarez on Sons of Anarchy. Now you kind of take that role and you put it into Mayans MC. What's that like taking a character from one show to another? You know, brother, it's 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 a, it's, it's a blessing because it hardly ever happens. It never yeah. it never really happens. You dig what I'm saying? So I've been playing this guy for the past 11 years. I know this guy very well. So you know. Uh, I'm having the time of my life. I really am, brother. I, I'm having a great time. You, I, I ride in real life, so I get a ride, so it's nice. Brother. You know, it's interesting because you talk to people that do media, talk show hosts, TV. Like, they have that on-air persona, and then they kind of sometimes have a different persona away from it all, right? I mean, you flip that switch. Yes, sir. How close are you to, to, Mark, to the Mark, Mark, Marcus, Alvarez. Marcus Alvarez was me like 30 years ago, brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just go back to him 30 years ago, and... Uh, uh, he said Mark Alvarez has more patience. I didn't have that kind of patience that he has. You think mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So he's he's just uh, he's just uh, he's a, he's a, he's an out. You know, a lot of times we want to you know sometimes some things don't go right in life. You know, at home or whatever, wherever you're at, and you can't let it out. So you go work and let it out there, and then you come home and everything's cool. 
It's therapy, brother. You know what I'm saying? What did acting do for your life? Because, I mean, I'm reading your bio here, and you growing up, there was some, how would we put it, turbulent uh, times. Uh, very turbulent times. But you know what? I, I look at it now, and I created a lot of those turbulent times myself. You dig what I'm saying? I can't blame. At first, you want to blame people, and that's just a crutch. You dig what I'm saying? Until mm-hmm. you realize it's you, you got to change it up yourself. And, you know, and I got clean sober 31 years ago, and that's been a big factor in my life how it's I awesome. change it. You know what I'm saying, brother? What was it like watching a guy like him, say, on Miami Vice and having that role model? Bro, I seen him in Zutsu when I was 17 years old on stage the first time. So it's a really weird how this whole circle comes around over here. Because ever since Zutsu, even though I was doing my thing in the streets, I would watch him, what he was doing. And then when he went to Miami Vice, you never saw a character like that. You know, because Steel was never a guy you would see like, Okay, that's an interesting choice, and that was like I like that. Mm-hmm. But he, so, but you know, in, in in a good way, in a bad way, he made me be a better, so to speak, a better street guy because he would look before he spoke, and I learned how to do that. And so I I, I studied Eddie from the get, you know, from my street ways to my acting ways, and uh, he's been a great teacher. Just watching him, you know. That is Emilio Rivera plays the role of Marcus Alvarez on Mayans MC as well as Edward James Olmos. Edward, when you hear him talk about you like that, Makes I mean, me there's cry, a, man. Yeah, I was going to say. Very emotional. Yeah, it, it's got to have an impact. On oh, it does. Yeah. Believe me, man, it's, uh, there's very few things in life that would make you understand yourself better than to have someone turn to you and say thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just tears you apart. And, uh, you know. And to be to be starring in the same show with him, bro, all these years. Oh yeah, it's like it's like it's, like, it's just how it lines up. You yeah, know, it's really weird, man. You know. Yeah, and see, like even with us, I mean, we walk around here and like, you know, we're lucky enough to interview Joe Montana. Yeah, I, like, I know. Four or five tables. <laughs> I mean, you see how many shows are here. Joe Montana did about four or five shows, and we're one of the five. We're like. How the hell we get Joe Montana? Same thing with you. Like, you deserve how am I acting with Edward James exactly. almost, right? Hey, tell us, uh, for people that aren't familiar with Mayans MC, tell us a little bit about the series. Well, this is a, a, a spinoff. Spinoff of Sons of Anarchy, which was a very strong show when it came out, and it was very well understood. And they, we spun it off with because of Emilio and his character and what he created there, they went on to do the story of the Mayans. And so, boom. He just took us straight into it, and now we've been together for this is our fourth season, and uh, the first three seasons were remarkable, really d- very dark. I, I, I tell people all the time they kind of laugh at me for saying it, but if you haven't seen, if you if you did not like Sons of Anarchy, don't watch our show. If you if you didn't see Sons of Anarchy and you haven't seen uh, uh, Mayans, don't watch our show um, because it's it's really dark. I mean, it's strong, it's real. And therefore, people say, I, you know, I, I want to look for entertainment. Okay, great. Go do it. Find yourself. But I got to tell you, this prepares you for what you're living right now. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I, <laughs> I'm going to make a confession. I've never watched Sons of Anarchy, but my significant other is a big fan, and she's like, what do you mean? You? I just, we just started seeing each other a while ago. She goes, what do you mean you haven't watched Sons of Anarchy? She goes, you have to watch Sons of Anarchy. Now I got a reason why, because I can watch Emilio Alvarez Well, you know, in, it's funny. The first, in Sons the first, of Anarchy. The first episode of Sons of Anarchy, I'm the first person you see in 2008. Bro. Oh, really? The first thing you see, yeah. And I just got Emilio <laughs> Rivera, Marcus Alvarez, and I just combined you. But, you know, you do such a great job. You kind of combined it. He's the one. Anyways, uh, your people are telling us to wrap it up because I know you guys got a busy schedule. Guys, thanks so much for stopping by. Again, it is Mayans MC. It premieres on April 19th on FX at 10 p.m. Pacific, and it's streaming on Hulu. Edward James Olmos, thank you so much. And, of course, Emilio Rivera. Gentlemen, thanks. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so brother. much, Bob. And I'm, let me just tell everyone right now, you are listening to Moj on Sports Podcast, the best in Vancouver. Wow. Massive. Massive. All right. Now, got to tell you, if you're looking for a place to watch the big game on Sunday, we have you covered around the lower mainland. In Richmond, the spot to be is the Pioneers Pub, our home all season long for road Seahawks pre- and post-game shows. Ronnie Patterson and the crew down there taking good care of you. Pioneers Pub, the coldest, freshest, cheapest beer in town, food specials, and football prizes all day long. If you're in Delta, Ladner will check out the Landing Pub and Grill in the heart of Ladner. You'll see the big autograph, Kurt Appleby, glossy on the wall there, with the best selection of cold craft beer, big game prizing all day 
whole day. Now, if you need to stock up for the big game, you're staying at home, well, check out the Rivers Reach Liquor Store on 6th Street in my hometown of New Westminster, right there, 6th and Blackford. And, of course, they have the Newport Liquor Store right there in Port Moody, does George Petropavlis and his crew, and the Johnston Street Liquor Store in Coquitlam. And the last thing I'm going to throw in here, if you need some pizza, well, Mike Whittingham, he's stocked up on these guys, and he just swears by them. Bucky's Pizza in South Surrey. Be sure to order the best pizza in town, of course, Bucky's Pizza. Check them out at Bucky'sPizzeria.com. And that is a wrap for Episode 6. Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals.